girls versus ghouls. Good evening and welcome. This is Girls vs. Schools. Tonight, we are hopping aboard the infamous Queen Mary, alternately called the Grey Ghost. I mean this figuratively. I mean, we aren't actually boarding the Queen Mary tonight. Eventually, though, it's in Long Beach, so it's high on the list of places we will be visiting soon. Yeah, and it's pretty close to us. Exactly. You Nevertheless. sleep there. What? The really? It's a hotel. It's a hotel, right? A legitimate hotel? It's a like hotel. Still active? Yes, you can Holy sleep there. Holy crap. Okay, well, wow. we're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. All right, to continue. So we will be hopping aboard very soon. <laughs> Nevertheless, we are taking a deep dive into the history and hauntings of this nautical nightmare. From luxury liner to valiant war vessel, and finally, to haunted tourist attraction, this is the Queen Mary. Yes, so. I was very excited about this one when Maddie chose it, since it was her week to decide, because I've heard so much about it, but only in this really vague general sense, only in the, in it being haunted, just haunted, no details, it's haunted. And so I never actually knew much about it. So this is our opportunity to understand the legends and why it's gained such a reputation as one of the country's most haunted ships. So yeah, I was you- excited for it too. Yeah. Yeah, I heard a lot about it uh, from uh, actually just randomly. I think there was a couple of YouTubers that I watched makeup videos and she did like her makeup at it. And I didn't realize like how close it was. It's like literally, yeah, in Long Beach. That's crazy. What about you, Madeline? Have you hung out in Long Beach? Like ever seen it or anything? Long Beach? I can't even remember the last time I was in Long Beach. Yeah, me neither. I don't think I, I don't know if I've ever been to Long Beach. There's so many beaches here, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Right, how, yeah. I don't know which ones I've been to. I went to Long Beach for a hair show once, but um, I don't. I it was strictly for the hair show, so I wasn't thinking of anything else. I didn't go outside the show. <laughs> yeah, and the the um, so the the Queen Mary is still under a hundred years old, so not as old as some of the other locations that we've visited so far. But it's seen more death than any of them. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Oh dang, that's crazy to think of. There's a lot packed in. To the what the like 90 years, years it's been around wow that's crazy yeah all right so let's get started into the history of this ship so maddie me if you want to kick it off yeah me and jewel have our coffees or jewel what do you have again i have my uh, rosemary, rosemary water. infused water rosemary infused water and melon has her coke zero we are sitting down and we're ready i'm ready for my history lesson let's go okay let's go I'm, and, I'm, and then after that, I'm ready to not want to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of the deaths that I've heard of, because I try, you know, I, every, if you guys didn't know, every time we do this, I only do my section of the hauntings. Jill only does her section and Mal does her section. So Me I too. Yeah, I, we don't look, like, I don't look up other people's sections, so I don't look up the history per se. I want it to be a surprise for this moment exactly. So I'm as surprised as you are as we listen. We're all about impromptu live reactions. You're getting yeah. responses. <laughs> I'm excited. Go, Melon. Tell okay. me what happened. Okay. So the construction starts up. The construction on the ship, known only at the time as Hull Number 534, began in December of 1930 by Cunard Lines and was built by the John Brown Company Shipyard at Clyde Bank in Scotland. Wait, it was built in Scotland? Yeah. Um, But work had to halt on the building of that ship in December of 1931, so just a year of building it, due to the Great Depression. Oh. It's bigger than the Titanic was. Yeah, I think I saw it twice the size. I don't know if it was twice the size. I don't, um, but it was bigger and faster. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um. Bigger- Wait, you said it's bigger and faster than what? The Titanic. The Titanic. Which was oh, yeah. built about 20 years prior to this. Yeah, I heard it was bigger. Okay, cool. Um, on March 27th of 1934, the North Atlantic Shipping Bill was passed. 
and the British Treasury was able to make advances toward the completion of project number 534. They've put 4.5 million euros toward the completion of the ship and an advance of 5 million euros to build the second liner, which would be the um, RMS Queen Elizabeth, her sister ship. She has a sister? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a sister. <laughs> so we got Mary and Elizabeth? Mm-hmm. Precious. Yeah, it's cute. The intention for the two ships was to provide a weekly service to go from um, Cherbourg, uh, France, to New York. So they go across the Atlantic weekly, bringing people across. One condition of the loan was that Cunard Lines had to merge with White Star Lines, which was another British shipping company at the time that was struggling. And White Star Line is the company that commissioned the Titanic. All right, so they already had a um, you know good track record. I'm, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, like the I, I'm assuming that's Fair the reason they're strong. struggling, right? People are like I don't want to go on their ships. I wouldn't. <laughs> Me and Joel were actually talking about that. That I would, I don't think I would ever, in general, go on a ship after like everything that I've seen. But at the time, that was like how people got across the Atlantic. You know, we yeah, couldn't get across. Got, yeah, no, I completely understand. That's how they got everywhere. Looks like I wouldn't be traveling. Yeah, Allison's <laughs> staying put. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Sticks to her hemisphere. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Travel isn't worth it. The dangers um, of the open ocean. Yeah, Allison. I don't know. I want to put Allison on a boat. See how she reacts. I don't know. I would hate it on a boat. I've been on boats. I think twice in my life. One for prom, and then one for um, my friends and I got on a boat for my birthday like two years ago. But were either of them moving? Yeah, they're both moving. Oh, okay. I'm just standing on it. Yeah, (laughs) no, it's like it went around the harbor, San Diego Harbor. It was fine. I usually have motion sickness, but I didn't get sick at all either one. Not on the open ocean, though. I don't think any of us have been on an open ocean. They named the Queen Elizabeth after Her Majesty, the Queen Elizabeth of Trek. Trek, Which is, I learned, it was a tiny kingdom in German. Germany? What was a city in a kingdom? Trek? Trek? T-R-E-C? Okay. It was in, like, Wuttenberg. Rutenberg. Tiny kingdom in Wuttenberg. It's no longer a kingdom, I guess. It, oh. w- at, it During its existence, it's been a republic, a kingdom, a duchery, a courtship. Whoa. Yeah, it's this <laughs> little, little land scene a lot. But that's For where real. she was from. There's actually kind of a funny story about this. I, hmm. Apparently, um, the, the ship company denies it, but I guess the the, the owners at the time of the company were talking to the king and they were saying that they wanted to name the ship after the greatest queen in English history. And he, okay. the king was like, of course, my wife, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a rumor is They're that like, they wanted oh, to no. name it. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to name it uh, the Victoria. Ah. <laughs> of course my wife yeah basically it's like yes the greatest queen in history my wife how did you know yeah basically that's what i tell her before bed every night my darling beautiful wife yeah and then the shipping company was like basically they're like yeah well not uh they're like look at each other like what do we do yeah i like to think that in that moment they were like uh Yes, yes, the Queen, the <laughs> Queen Mary. I mean, what else can you say? Honestly, I'd be like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> honestly, I thought the Queen Mary was named after Mary, Queen of Scots, but that's probably just because it's like the I don't know, that or Bloody Mary, the only two you know Queen and Marys that I know of. But now I know of a third one. So yeah, there's technically two Queen Marys. There's this one that we're talking about, and then there's Queen Mary the Second, which is a current cruise ship, to my understanding. Completion, uh, completion took three and a half years and cost 3.5 million pounds, which is apparently the equivalent of over 300 million dollars today, which is fucking mind-blowing. They're in the Depression? 300 million dollars? They should have given that money to a poor house. 
Anyway, upon completion, it was 181 feet tall and 1,132 feet long and weighed 80,000 tons. Wow. That's a lot of meat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a big bitch. So on May 27th of 1936, the Queen Mary departed from Southampton at 4.33 p.m. on her maiden voyage. She arrived in Cherbourg, France at 8.47 and departed at 12.39 that night to arrive in New York at 4.20 p.m. at five days, five hours, and 13 minutes. So yeah, that's that's not too bad. Five out, five days? I don't know. Well, just, you <laughs> know, nowadays. Go from, yeah. Honestly, know. by all across the Atlantic, like, yeah, that seems Yeah, only five days. Apparently there was a, there was a promenade deck which there was like literally like a macy's and a mall and stuff on the ship so i can't imagine you know at least for the first class passengers you're you weren't you can't be that bored five days you go shopping on august 31st of 1936 Mar the queen mary undertook a record-breaking westbound crossing on her sixth round trip voyage she won the blue ribbon for the fastest north atlantic crossing and she won it from the french ocean liner the ss normandy which was yeah, good for her. Yeah. Um, the, the Normandy won the honor back just a few months later, back in 1937. And there was like a back and forth between these ships. It's kind of funny. Like first, the Normandy was the largest ocean liner until the Queen Mary was built. And then that one, the largest ocean liner. And then it became, it was also the heaviest, but then like the Normandy added another thousand tons to it. So now it was the heaviest. So, yeah, it was just, and then, like, the Queen Mary's like, well, I, and then it won it back. And the August 15th of 1937, the Queen Mary won and held the Blue Ribbon record for the fastest crossing. Okay, I thought we were going to, like, do a competition for the heaviest for a second. No. I was like, like, why would they want that? They was, <laughs> I was like, Ooh, dude, they were going everywhere. Oh, they were like, I just want to win. <laughs> yeah, for real. I, I, when you were talking, though, I thought you were going to tell me they were having a competition for the heaviest. I was they like, kind of oh. did. It was like the Normandy added more weight, it seems, just to be a little heavier than the Queen Mary. they like, if we can't have this, at least we have that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Um, on August 30th of 1939, the Queen Mary departed to Southampton on the final peacetime voyage carrying the largest number of passengers of 2,552, which included Mr. and Mrs. Bob Hope and millions of dollars in gold. Ooh. Now, do you know who Go Bob ship. Hope is, Allison? No. He's a British-American actor. Oh, is so, he? Yeah. I, I, want, I thought it would be... I wanted to mention a couple of, like, like, like Elizabeth Taylor, like Audrey Hepburn are kind of the type of people who went first class on these types of ships all the time like those are some I of the love me some audrey hepburn yeah i thought you would like that <laughs> i do wait who was the guy's name again bob hope um but yeah the war starts war world war ii september 3rd of 1939 france and england declared war on germany and at this time the um queen mary was on her way to New York and it got stuck there for a few months because war was declared and they're like, we'll just stay there because we don't know what to do with you. After a few months of being in New York, it departed to go to Sydney, Australia, so it could be fitted as a troop ship. And accommodations were increased from 2,140 to 5,500. So they like doubled the amount of people that could sleep on the ship. And they did that a couple more times. Like, they added hmm. how many people, how many accommodations and people could stay on the ship to, because they need to keep, you know, moving more and more troops. Yeah. They also, they removed, uh, I thought this was insane, a total, they removed six miles of carpet. Okay. okay. 220 cases of China. Crisp. Wait, well, like, carpet, like, that was actually in the ship? Yeah, this is what they took out of the ship. What the Six hell? miles. Six miles of carpet. This is a big ship. Yeah, um, but yeah, 220 oh cases of China, crystal, um, glasses and stuff, silver, silver, silverware and cutlery, tapestries and paintings. These are all the things that they had to remove from the ship because it was a luxury liner. So they, take, they had to like cut down all this luxury to make it a warship. But I was like, that's a lot of stuff, dude. It kind of gave you an idea of how luxurious it was when they say like 220 cases of China. 
but it's um expensive. the ship's hull superstructures the funnel and the funnels were all painted the navy gray and as a result it received the name the gray ghost because of its speed as well Oops. sliding through that water the Queen Mary and the Queen Elizabeth were the largest and fastest troop ships that were involved during World War II. I thought that was a fun fact. During um, the war, the Queen Mary was the first ship to carry more than 10,000 persons on a single ship, as well as the first ship to carry a whole armored infantry division of 15,125 troops and 863 crew members that's a lot of people on that ship like yeah, i, for real. I like, I'm, I'm, like the last number i read was 5500 accommodations also and they got 15,000 people on this ship <sighs> okay all of, sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden man they got this it's the people. carpet it's all the that carpet. <laughs> all the room taken up by carpet in china they were able to yeah. fit you know all those servicemen yeah like you guys there's a whole back room full of stuff we can remove do it we could fit 10,000 more people in here <laughs> Like, yeah, it's, it was really inefficient how we were stacking the carpet on top of each other so that people couldn't, yeah. <laughs> couldn't even use that room. Yeah. <laughs> so on October 2nd of 1942, the Queen Mary collided with the British light cruiser, the Coruscant. Oh my God. And this is the most insane incident that I can, you know, well, I don't know. There, there's a couple of insane incidents. I don't know. This, this one's one pretty blew insane. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So to give you an idea... The Queen Mary was 20 times larger than the Coruscant. Huge, tiny, okay. Teeny, tiny. Um, apparently, I read this and I was like, this better not be true because this is insane. Both captains were informed that they were like going to be on a collision course and they like both apparently believed that the other would take the eva evasive action. And so, and then they ended up crashing. So I was like, if that is true, like there is a horrendous lack of communication happening. And both the captains survived, you know, it wasn't in the end, they didn't die. It was, it was like the crew. They were both like, oh, you got this right. Yeah, like, you got he, this? like, I'm sure yeah, he's going to do something. He's like, God, we're getting really close. So it seems like no one's going to, oh. This Wait. was, <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. So this is a um, account from the incident. It says, run, this is, you know, short speak. Run into light cruiser 2.15 p.m. Cut cruiser in two parts and cruiser boilers exploded immediately. Our ships really jarred at the impact and we all thought we caught a torpedo. Rushed Ooh. out on deck in time to see stern part of cruiser turn up on end and go down in icy waters. Wow. Saw front parts of cruiser burning and rolling over slowly. It sank in about four minutes. Our ship is taking on water to the first bulkhead, which is like right where it made contact. Um, but I guess it wasn't that bad. They were able to like seal it with cement. So like the damage to the Queen Mary wasn't that wasn't too bad. It was much larger than the other ship. Yeah. Yeah. So we're this, fine. It was a pebble. So this happened right off of the Irish coast. And the Queen Mary had thousands of American troops of the 29th Infantry Division on it at the time. And because of the threat of U-boats, they were they had orders to not stop for any reason. So they the captain immediately let out a call for distress signal for the incident. But they had to keep going. And apparently, you know, they're going right through the center of this crash site. Yeah. And there are people in the water. <sighs> You know, you get the picture of what's happening. People probably got cut up in the in the rudders. Pretty horrible. Yeah. Oh in, man. It took it like makes me depressed. Yeah. It took like two hours for rescuers to finally get there, and they were able to rescue 99 people, and 338 men died. That's so uh, that's that's a lot. Yeah. So many. Yeah. From a accident. Yeah. From, a cl from apparently a lack of communication, I guess. Or was it? Was it on purpose? We'll never know. I don't think it was on purpose. That's just so many people. That's a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. Also, like, you know what? Let's not contact them. How did they not know? I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not a sailman. I don't know how that works, but I just don't understand how they could just like collide with their. Well, because they, they were doing. They were doing. Um, 
what's the word evasive maneuver so they they're were, doing like they're a doing serpentine a, yeah a side to side maneuver in yeah. front of the boat and be, and so it, they were making up less time with each passing than the queen mary was making going straight and they just it just wasn't timed mm. correctly apparently yeah, yeah. obviously <laughs> so well three over 300 people you said yeah 338 338 people. only 99 survived mm-hmm one of them which uh, I don't even know how they survived. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing yeah. it was people in the front of the boat. Anyone in like the back or like in the engine room areas where like the boilers were probably were the majority of the deaths. Yeah, but how did they even survive that like freezing water? Maybe they could float on some stuff. I don't know. They oh, survived. Man. Yeah, they did. They did it. Good for them. Um, and then in December, the same year, 1942, they the Queen Mary was about 700 miles from scotland and there was a gale force wind thing happening which are strong winds that register between 34 and 47 knots of sustained surface wind oh damn definition of a gale force wind um they were hit by a rogue wave which in my mind is like the most terrifying thing that can happen when you're on a ship Oh my like god. Like out in the ocean. Rogue. Yeah. I, I think of that movie Poseidon. Poseidon. Yeah, every yeah. time. It's when when I hear time. that, I'm like, oh. But yeah, they didn't like obviously they didn't crash, but I thought that was like I'm just like, that's why. But you just hear you just need to hear the words rogue wave and then just yeah. insta insta ghost. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> but apparently though it was it might have reached ninety two feet tall. Like I know the ter- like I hear the term rogue wave not often or anything, but it, I forget how big waves can be. You know. Yeah, yeah, you do. Like you, you hear about like those super waves. Those um, what do they call them? Like where you get them off the coast of Hawaii. People like crazy people surf. Oh, I don't know what those mavericks. Are called, but- mavericks. They call them mavericks. Yeah, those waves. People surf that shit. I can't. How tall are those waves? I don't know how tall those are, but this is ninety-two feet. I don't. Are oh. they taller than that? Oh. They can't oh my be, God. right? Maybe they'll, I think those um, maybe they get like 30 foot waves or something. Okay, so that sounds Pacific- reasonable. I actually have the answer. So it says in the Pacific Ocean, um wave uh, maverick waves can crest between 25 to 60 feet. Fuck. Can you imagine surfing a 60 foot wave? I couldn't imagine yeah. surfing That's a 2 foot wave. <laughs> To be quite honest, yeah. I can't even imagine surfing. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I don't want to be in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to learn how to surf. It no, was a very good too. time. We live in California. It's something you it's gotta a staple. Do. Yeah. Alright, so post-war, that was the that was the most exciting things that happened during the war for the ship. Overall, it made many successful trips across bringing troops to where it needed to be need to go um good for you but from september of 1946 (laughs) but (laughs) thank you for your service but then um from september of 1946 to july of 1947 the queen mary was retrofitted for passenger service once again they added air conditioning upgraded her configurations to 711 first class 707 cabin class and 577 tourist class passengers so they're ready to become a passenger ship again um yeah it took 10 months of renovations for it to be ready for going back to seafaring well not too much exciting stuff happened mostly this is just successful trips and stuff that it's done I have a list of the deaths that, I, but um, because a lot of them didn't have necessarily dates, I don't have them put into like a timeline. It's kind of just Tell like the hearsay death. death. You want to hear all the other history? You're just done with that? No, no, no. I do, I do. I was just curious. Um, like what I'm really curious about is, so it became a commercial liner again. Yes. Um, how long was it a commercial liner again, and when did it retire, and why? Um. Well, it re- it. Be- the reason it retired was because by like the late or the early 60s um to, uh, air air travel became more popular and it just it was quicker and easier to take you know a plane across the, in a couple hours than it was to take a 5 day cruise you know and the um 
Queen Mary wasn't really designed because at this time, like the what we now see as cruise lining, you know, cruise ships became popular. And the Queen Mary wasn't necessarily designed to be a cruise ship like that. It was also getting pretty old at this point. So they kind of they decided to put it up for sale in 1966. Hmm. And is that when the city of Long Beach bought it? Yeah, they um, on July 27th of 1967, Long Beach bid $3.45 million for the boat. And oh my it was, gosh. It, okay. It was accepted. So they were like, yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, like, like, I'll take that it. money. Yeah. And then for a little, they did a couple of final crossings um, before finally stopping at Long Beach on its vo voyage number 516. They did kind of like a little like parade thing. Like Long Beach was like, look what we bought kind cool. of thing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I spent that much money, I might on show a boat. up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check out my boat. I bought this boat. <laughs> You don't got a boat. I'm on a boat. <laughs> so um, it's like a it's like a war hero vessel, no less. Yeah, on top of that, yeah, yeah. it has it has a good history. I, I can see why they're like, yeah, look what we got. Um, it arrived in Long Beach on December 9th and was removed from the British Registry on December 11th and transferred to the ownership of the city of Long Beach. And then it became completely dependent to shoreside utilities. So it's no longer, it's, you know, if you go see it, it has a bunch of tubes sticking out of it because you can't just take it out and go on a cruise anymore. It's stocked and it's staying there. It's not moving. So in 1947, the Queen Mary was opened um, for tours and stuff. And then in 1977, they opened the first 150 hotel rooms. Um, and Disney, the, you know, Disney the company owned the lease for the attraction from March 29th of 1988 to September 30th of 1992. Of course they would. Yeah. They also bought the, um, they bought it from the weather rather corporation for $152 million. Holy crap. That price jumped up. Yeah. What was it? The first buyer was thirty-two million. Now it's a hundred something. What? Well, this is see, the Long Beach still owns it, but these they are the contracting companies to like do the attraction for it and earn the gross earnings from the attraction, things like that. That's and so Disney wild. had bought it, and they also included the Howard Hughes Bruce, or the flying, which is called the Flying Goose, and it was the largest wooden airplane ever constructed. Never heard of this thing before. It's an organ now. But apparently that was also there at the time. I'm going to look up how much it is to stay in the room. You should. Let me see. Um, but yeah, so the but eventually the they cut the lease and it opened again uh, in December of 1993. And they reopened all the hotel rooms and the tours and stuff. One thing I thought was interesting, because we're already talking about, like, a, a haunted boat. The Titanic expedition, like, was on was on the Queen Mary for a while. What do, wait, what do you mean, the the Titanic expedition? Like, you know how they take all those, they have the artifacts from the crash, and they have, like, the people's belongings and stuff that they brought up and preserved? They Sometimes that goes, they send them around, you know, like other museums, like it's a miniature, like, short time expedition here. So they would take all those artifacts and they would they sent them and it was on the Queen Mary for a while. And I was like, can you imagine how haunted that place was then? Because apparently, you know, people say that like the Titanic stuff is all haunted because people who died, like they latched on to their belongings and stuff. And apparently like, like the Titanic Museum, there's a lot of hauntings and stuff. I think that's back east somewhere. But I was like, they put that stuff on there and all those ghosts got to like hang out for a while, I guess. Talk about their mishaps. Just uh, swapping <laughs> stories. Mishaps. Yeah, their mishaps, their seafaring mishaps. It looks like it's about 200 a night. That's not like to call, but I mean. Stay in the hotel? Yeah, on average, it looks like 200 a night. That's not that bad. So this October, it'll be 54 years since it was docked in Long Beach and it 83 years since her maiden, maiden voyage on the 27th of this month. Cute. Happy so. birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Um, <laughs> so now we can get into the deaths. 
So the ship's official logbooks apparently account for 49 deaths on board. Um, and most of these are caused by, were caused by like regular like heart attacks, just natural deaths, you know, that happens. It's actually apparently really common for people to die on like ships and cruise ships and stuff. Like people, they have morgues, if you didn't know that. Your cruise ship has a morgue on it, ready for you to die. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait, there's legit a morgue? Yeah, there are morgues on cruise ships because it's all, like, you know, like elderly couples, they'll, you know, go on a cruise oh, yeah. and then you die. They got to do something with the body before they come back. Oh my God. Got to stick you somewhere. Yeah, so there's usually morgues on ships. I know it's something I never considered, but that makes a lot of sense. You know, mm. they can't just bury old grandma and grandpa. They just do Jenkins. a sea That's burial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like bye. <laughs> you, send, you send your like elderly aunt and uncle out to a um onto a cruise, and then like they don't come back, and they're like, oh yeah, they they uh, both succumb to their old age, and we just buried them at sea. Like here are the coordinates of where we dropped his body. Here's some pictures uh, of the ceremony we did. Like it was very oh. beautiful. <laughs> it was very beautiful. It was majestic as hell. <laughs> I want my funeral to be just like that. Yeah. <laughs> we pulled all the stops. <laughs> okay, so there's a couple of deaths that I that are I can't like they're not necessarily like I can confirm or like say that they did or did not happen because I can't, you know, you could get access to the actual death logs and there's also that period of time when it was a warship and a lot of records from World War II are still confidential and so for people who died during like on the ship during that time, we don't really have records of that. Oh, okay. But let's get into those stories. Let's see. There's William Stark, who apparently drank a clear liquid, a cleaning liquid, out of a gin bottle. And oh died. yeah, I heard about that one. I have a story about that one. Yeah, 1949, which is mad unfortunate, I would say. I mean, uh, that was. Uh... It was probably. You know, I wonder what it. Maybe it was like. I mean, because he's drinking out of a gin bottle, so. Oh, you what, know what I'm thinking? What alcohol can you mistake? Or what like, chemical can drunk. you mistake? Was, you think he was already, already drunk and like just accidentally drank ammonia or something? So it actually can be really easy, especially at that like at that time when they didn't do a, like a ton of stuff to separate um, harmful chemicals from everything else. For example, like a common cleaning acid uh, in the late 1800s or early 1900s called carbolic acid that resembles what, you know, a you know, an alcohol would look like. And so there there have been times where people take a swing of a bottle that's not properly labeled. Incidents like this is actually why we have like such strong regulations about labeling these things. And they would just take a swing of it thinking, oh, this is like my brandy or, you know, my whatever. And it turns out they're taking a big swing of acid and they die. That's so that, yeah, that's, that's not unheard of for the time period. Oopsies. I mean, actually, 1949. 1940? Is that, yeah, even, no, no, it could still happen, but I'm saying that that is the reason why we have strong regulations. It used to be more common. So, another, the, the story from when the ship, this is a wartime story, was in the Red Sea and troops were crowded below deck in 100 degree weather with no proper ventilation because all the portholes were welded shut and blacked out. Right, and like I, this is records from the war times are very hard to come by, so it's unknown how many soldiers died due to conditions like these. And then I heard apparently at least one or two people drowned in the pools. Yeah, I heard that too. Um, during oh, yeah, two swimming pools on board. Yeah, yeah. two. There was a, a the upper class Fancy. and then the lower class swimming pool. At I'm least everyone got to swim. <laughs> Which one did they drown in? <laughs> I don't know. Upper class. I also can I think it's two different like this happened two different times because Allison will get into I guess I'll, I'll let Allison talk about that. Okay, anyway, yeah. there was a cook that was apparently murdered during World War Two. <laughs> yeah, I have that one. Allison will give us the details on that. But he was uh, apparently that uh, one was horrifying. Yeah, uh, I guess like the story is that he was just I don't know if he was a bad cook on purpose like he was trolling think... the other soldiers. And so that's why they did it. That would be more reasonable, I suppose, than just being like, this guy's a bad cook, what? so let's stick him into the oven and murder him. Okay. Well, there's one There's one more. This happened recently. Well, actually, there is a couple, but I'll skip them. Whoa, recent? Recently, 2011. Whoa. A, a woman fell from the um, 
Oh no. From the deck. She fell 75 feet into the water <gasps> below where the, like the ship and the deck are like in between that area. She apparently was Ooh. Oh my god. Apparently was drunk at the time and oh, um, no. was cli- climbed over the railing and I guess her boyfriend tried to like grab her and he went over as well apparently trying to <gasps> save her. He survived but she died. Okay, so it was just like that scene from the Titanic except they didn't make it. Yeah, that's it horrible. Yes. Yeah. Not romantic. I don't know. No. Well, still kind of. Ro- no, it's romantic. It's just tragic. I don't know. That's not how I want to go out whatsoever. Fuck that. Yeah. Just don't get drunk and go over the railings of a ship. My Can't God. Promise. Sorry. Allison. Yeah, no, I was gonna say that sounds like something else in my too. <laughs> I can't yeah, promise. Allison, when we visit the Queen Mary, I'm going to put a leash on you, like one of those child's leashes. We'll put butterfly wings on it. Just and then don't let her drink. Butterfly yeah. wings? Yeah, see, she'll love it. Yeah. Keep you safe. Thank you, Joel. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a princess. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, come along now, Allison. I'm a fairy princess. <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit yeah i'm not mad at the idea it's that's kind of cute all right i would be actually pretty happy with all the w- weird looks i would get i would embrace it all the way talk about some ghosts is it time talk about ghosts baby talk about you and me talk about all the bad things and the ghostly things indeed all right <laughs> let's see okay here we go. Have been haunting the Queen Mary ship and have increased in quite, like, ha- wait, it has increased in numbers. The Queen Mary ship, once a premier ocean liner that sailed from North or Atlantic Ocean between 1930s and 1960s, is now a famous world tourist attraction. Not just because of its fairy history, but also because of the paranormal guests that are supposed to be aboard and haunting it oh man i'm excited okay yeah all right there have been numerous sightings by tourists who have um seen various apparitions and events that could not have been taking place normally in a ship that has been defunct for over 40 years there have been reports of being over 150 ghosts on the queen ship that's a lot 150 Oh my god, you guys want me to sleep here? Wait, 150 what? Ghosts! Oh, ghosts! They have, yeah, 150 ghosts in the Queen Mary ship, and going by the regularity and the sightings, these paranormal beings are there. Seems to be a lot of truth to them. So That's they're implying ghosts. that, yeah, not only is there a lot of them, but um, because of the regular sightings that people see, there is some quite some truth to it. All right, let's get to the sightings. One is a man in a dark cloth, uh, in dark clothes, and whose face is bearded is regularly appearing. The appearing of this ghost refers to a very well-known incident that happened on the Queen Mary ship, where a fireman was killed by getting crushed underneath a watertight door during a regular fire drill. This apparition is of the same man who was killed and now haunts the doorway, which was responsible for his death in the first place. Oh, so the people have actually seen an apparition around the door? Yeah, a man with a beard wearing dark clothes. Alson. Yeah. Just so you know, his name is Henry Petter. Henry Petter. Give him some respect and say his name. Uh, Henry Petter. Yeah. They didn't give me that when I looked. That's a really up, cute name, might... by the way. I feel bad that Henry Petter. He was medicine. only eighteen years old. Oh my God, Henry! Yeah, Petter, step away from the door. You guys, Henry? my cat won't leave. My cat will not leave me alone. Look oh my cat! Look how she, she just wants to about... be a podcast kitty. Can you hear her? Purr? Don't put her face. No. In the <laughs> she, I saw her. She, she got in the microphone. She got instantly uncomfortable. I saw she was her about eyes. to bite your mic. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, appearing of uh. Okay, let me. Sorry, bad. You can hear footsteps on the floor near the first class swimming pool. 
when there is no one swimming. I wonder if that, I think that swimming pool is completely closed. Like, they don't let anybody in there anymore. As far as I've, like, seen and heard. I can't go swimming there? Shame. I feel no, like, why wouldn't they that. let, like, why wouldn't that. they let you? It's a, it's a hotel now, though. Wouldn't they let you still swim in the swimming pool? Like, who doesn't want to go to a hotel? Pool. Oh, as sorry. As, one of the as two as, pools. Yeah, no, they're like, screw that. Close the pool. Um, apart from these two events, sounds of children crying and laughing in a third-class playroom nursery, and the sightings of a little girl who drowned in the second class. Okay, close both. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Every pool. <laughs> close them all. Um, the second class swimming pool has also been noted and reported. Wow. All right. So these are the ghosts and their names. Not like names, as in like their maybe it's kind of like their names, as in names like, of people. Like their names people call them. Yes. What their First, spectral the... forms are known as. Yeah. <laughs> First, we have the White Lady. In present day, the Queen Mary functions as a tourist attraction and hotel. Visitors are especially intrigued by one woman who has checked in but never checked out. Guests and workers alike have reported sightings of a white lady, a woman floating at the end of the first class lounge called the Queen's Salon, dressed in a ghostly white evening gown. For more than half a century, this ghost has been spotted in different times. I'm looking online. I, I'm seeing one of these pictures. That definitely looks like a lady. <sighs> Where that, 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 that's a lady. That was right, here, let, ghost. Me, let, me, let me keep going. I'll go. I'll start at Little Jackie again. Yeah, start at the beginning of Jackie. So, Little Jackie. Perhaps it's Little Jackie's tragic history that inspired her to stick around the haunted vessel, but we may never know. Jacqueline Torin was five or six when she drowned in the ship's second class pool, which is now the Royal Theater. Visitors reported hearing little Jackie splashing, calling for her parents. Oh my god, I just got chills. Jeez. Wait. And she even responds to questions when pr uh, prompted to. Ooh. Some visitors believe that Jackie has a friend, Sarah, drowned in the same pool in 1949. Oh my god. There's so <laughs> many little girls drowning. That's really sad. All right, next well, one is... At least they're not alone, right? I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Close the pools. Um, next one would be John Henry. Just like little Jackie, John Henry was a, has a sad story of his own. I thought and... you were going to say, just like Jackie, he drowned he in the swimming drowned. pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally oh my thought God. you were going to say... Close like, the damn. pool! Yeah. <laughs> These pools uh, are cursed. <laughs> Don't go there. John Henry has a sad story. Uh, let's see. Uh, Henry worked in the boiler room, and um, it was there where his where he remains to be found. Ghost hunters reported seeing Henry Shadow's figure lurking between the boiler room and the green room. Some even claim to have spoken with Henry, who sometimes you can have audible conversations with and will respond to you about beer same yeah <laughs> same yeah talk to me about beer do we know how henry died john henry uh we could i could i, oh, I was just wondering if you knew offhand not no i don't know offhand who um what caused his death maybe I alcoholism yeah <laughs> perhaps you drank too much yeah. uh Next ghost is called Grumpy. Grumpy like is arguably one of Queen Mary's most memorable ghosts, also known as Grumpy the Growling Ghost. This spirit, whose actual identity is unknown, is especially memorable because he tends to growl at visitors. Oh. Okay, I don't hell. like it anymore. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> I don't like if someone alive growls at me. So say someone dead. <laughs> Let alone a dead person. <laughs> The grumpy is said to lurk in the room under the stairs near the first class swimming pool and suddenly joins John Henry in the boiler room. I thought you said Whoa, lark. it's kinda of crazy. Like he larked nope. he's larking down there. He's lurking. <laughs> grumpy be larking. He's larking. Yeah, he be larking down there. 
<laughs> He's like a little troll or a little goblin. Yeah. Underneath you... the stairs. I have a yeah. feeling you guys don't know what lurking is based on your reaction to what I said. Uh... I thought he was saying lurking in like a cute way. No, it's a type of cars playing. Oh, oh you're thing. thinking LARPing. LARPing, yeah, that's what I thought Alice no, said. Yeah, you're... No, no, she's saying LARKing. No, I we're heard... We're all confused. We all heard different things. <laughs> we're all confused. Grumpy is all things to all people. Grumpy's whatever I'm you just... want him to be. Yeah. <laughs> lurking, lurking, LARPing, he's all over the place. <laughs> Alright, the next one is Captain Treasure Jones. Captain Treasure Jones was the <laughs> last captain. Is, yeah, uh, an incredible one. He was a, a distinguished gentleman. The... Yeah, what a distinguished. Okay, this sounds like the name of a fake pirate. Uh, Captain Treasure Jones. <laughs> Arr, yeah, um... he was the last active captain of the Queen Mary. Queen Mary sailing the ship from 1965 to 1967, which is that's cool. That that I mean, that would be a cool captain just by the name. Um, I, mean, I yeah, got a Treasure Jones. He was born to be a ship captain. Yeah, he did the Lost Voyage. Um, he's just really known in the community. He died at age eighty-seven in nineteen ninety-three, and is well known for his affiliation with cigars. And people said that you could see the captain smoking a cigar on the ship, which is kind of creepy. He's like, my name's Treasure Jones. Yeah, bitch. I'm supposed to be on a boat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I say on this boat, I die on this boat. Uh, I another I go one. Back to this boat. John Petter, Malin, mm. yeah, Petter. There were 49 reported deaths on the Queen Mary during this time in service, one in which was that of John Petter, otherwise known as Half Hatch Harry. Huh, cool name. The infamous door 13 locked in the shaft alley crushed the 18 year old crewman to death when he was playing chicken with another crewmate. Wow, that's what? not a smart idea. Wow, that was okay. He sounds like an 18 year old now. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dude, I'm sorry. Wait. Play chicken. Was his what? What was his nickname? Hatch. Half Hatch Harry. Was did he get that nickname before or after he was cut in <laughs> half by a door? <laughs> okay, because if it was before, that was it's it's that a little, was, that was portentous. Either way, it's a little fucked up. If it's before or after, but yeah, apparently he was playing chicken with the door with another crewmate before oh, he got God. killed. His petter is known to leave behind greasy handprints in areas where he roamed. It remains one of the ship's most popular attractions in ghost hauntings. He sounds like a toddler, got greasy, man. Like got greasy half-body Harry Petter. Leaving, like, okay, we have... Cheeto handprints everywhere. Yeah, we have one more, and then I have um, some information from the YouTube video that I watched. Um, last one of the ghosts that has a name is Dana. Easily the creepiest of the Queen Mary onboard deaths Legend has it that someone murdered a young woman named Dana and her family in room B-474. The killer strangled Dana, little sister, and mother on the bed, and then shot Dana to death in the bathroom. Oh, God. Dana's yeah, oh, my God. Dana's spirit can be found lurking like the other ghosts and the children in the second-class pool. And sometimes joins Grumpy and John Henry in the boiler room. Oh, okay. How? So they all hang out. Why did I want to know why this person decided to murder? Three. Why does anybody? Why mean, does anyone decide to murder? You're on a ship. I mean, how can you get away with such a thing? Like killing? He shot, shot her. When did yeah, this, he strangled? Like, what gun did he use? Strangled his little sister. Strangled her little sister and the mom. And then followed her into the bathroom and shot her to death. That isn't surprising. People kill people in public places. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, how did no? It's on a ship. How did nobody figure out who did this? Does it say it's un? They don't know who it was. I mean, did you? Did it, I feel like if they did, Allison didn't say whether or not they caught the person who did. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you they know, actually I, did or what not. I've I actually learned about cruise ships. Is it? 
Wasn't. Don't go they, on them. Yeah. <laughs> First avoid them. Yeah. First they avoid like them. they don't have to report about like people going missing or something to like an, there was something about that. Like not having to actually report about it. I forgot what it was. I need to hmm. look it up hmm. again. Wait, and, what? Yeah, don't go on a cruise ship. Yeah, Holy like shit. apparently like they there's a like a X amount of people, you know, that go missing every year off of a cruise ship. And I'm like, how do how how do you go missing? Where there's Where'd you nowhere go? to go? <laughs> yeah. You're stuck there. <laughs> Stay on there. Don't get drunk. Don't fall off. All right. Uh, next one is a video that actually Madeline and Joel both told me to watch. And it was the BuzzFeed unsolved video. Where I... <laughs> where I, It was so freaking funny. That video was hilarious. Anybody wants to check that out. But... um. The guy who does it, what's his name? Do you guys remember him? The guy's actual name? I can't remember. Shane of the two guys? And Ryan? There's Shane and Ryan, the two yeah, guys. Yeah, the two guys. So the the guy who goes, who's always scared, which one's that? Ryan. Shane. Oh, that's Ryan's the one who, uh, who like Ryan. believes in ghosts and gets scared. So Ryan was there before when he was younger. And he had video because he wanted to like capture stuff when he was like 17. So he went there when he was younger and he saw uh, like someone repeatedly poked his face at night and he like turned to his friend and he realized his friend was asleep. And he's like, oh, my God, someone's poking me. And so that freaked him out. And then the next morning after that, um, he was like the sink turned on by itself. And then he went to brush his teeth, and then all of a sudden the bag started moving by itself, which is kind of crazy. You know, I wouldn't want to witness like that. Um, apparently, like, oh, while they were like, so while they're videotaping the unsolved video, you can hear noises in the kitchen as they're talking, which is crazy because nobody's in there. Um, they were also talking about, oh. Yeah, the, the chef that was killed um, by the Australian um, sailors was nuts, too. They said that it said in the video that the sailors didn't like his cooking, so they shoved him in the oven. So, like, real assholes. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yes, don't kill people because you don't like their cooking. Oh my yes. God. I can't even, I mean, I understand it's an industrial oven he could fit, but, like, oh, my Maybe yeah, maybe the thing was they're like, well, we'll just put him in the oven, and if no one comes to look for him, like we don't have they don't have to report him missing, so we'll just get away with it. Oh my god, I thought that was crazy, but um, yeah. And then while they were recording in the boiler room, they did started hearing um more noises when you know there's no way to hear noises. It's like not an operating ship, so that that was those were crazy because those were like video evidence right in there. But that is the scenes inside scenes that i have yeah overall um looking into the paranormal claims of the queen mary a lot of pretty much all of it's like very textbook kind of stuff like when you think about what would Avoid happen in a pool. haunted location right it's like you know oh there's an apparition that comes across there's you know sounds bangings footsteps voices um but what makes it kind of more unique is definitely just the sheer quantity of supposed sightings there are, which I guess is how it got its reputation as being one of the most haunted ships in the country. So I'd be so curious to go there. Um, I know that at night you could go there and do some, but you know, you'd have, you have to go to a place multiple times in order, I feel like, to really get a sense of it. Not when you have Madeline. <laughs> Not bad, that's true. <laughs> you forget okay. we have Madeline. I, I, found, have the wait, burp, I found the thing. Burp, burp. Right, Until 2010, they didn't have to report. There, there was a act, a cruise vessel security and safety act passed in 2010, and under that, they had to report missing and criminal activity on ships to the Federal so Bureau before, of Investigation. They didn't have to report it. No, apparently not. 2010. So, so yeah, it was the Wild That's West on those ships until. <laughs> <laughs> Anything goes, motherfuckers. And apparently, since two <laughs> since two thousand, like something like two hundred people have gone overboard, or two to three hundred people have gone like gone Dog overboard on ships. I'm like, shit, man. It's probably a lot of drunk people. Let's be honest. That's probably a lot of like personal neglect on their own part that causes that. 
because there, you know, people people do things where they're like, I'm gonna be like Jack, and they're gonna stay on the edge, and then they fall off. You know, I see it happening. People being drunk and stupid. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That <laughs> makes complete sense. That's you put so those crazy, two things I, together. That ship is so tall. I can't imagine going over like even for fun going over that railing. Oh yeah, you're probably there's a, if you don't land like precisely right, you're dying on impact. You know, because you're falling like 75 feet onto water, which is at that rate, you're going to be like concrete. You know, so. No, oh my. Yeah, that's Most nuts. people aren't going to fall in the position to break the water. I want nothing to do with that. I'll say that right now. I really want to meet Grumpy. <laughs> do we, isn't is he, he the one that bro? growls? He's the one who growls. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> None of these apparently have hurt anybody. But Grumpy likes to go down to the boiler room. Ryan Vagara get... got poked in the face. That's true. But my cat <laughs> pokes me in the face. So it's like, if I can nah! hand my cat to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, can hand, I can handle poked in the face. It's fine. No. <laughs> I, wel I welcome poked in the face. That'd be awesome. Jill's wild. I'm, I, I mean, Jill <laughs> just wants something, you know? That's all she wants. I'm desperate. I guess. <laughs> Please poke me. I'm gonna wear a shirt. Oh, yeah, I'll wear a shirt when I when we visit it, and on the back it'll say like "poke me." Eagles <laughs> in the face. Yeah, and people are like, "Whoa, <laughs> poke me in the face." He'll be like very bold. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> very bold. Yeah. To see what. Yeah, I, I feel like somewhere like something like the Queen Mary. It seems like a, there's just so many variations of sightings it seems like if we go there there could be a chance you that at least madeline something. at oh, least yes i will <laughs> and if you, but, but if you're there you can alert me and then maybe i could get in on it like jewel there's a there's a ghost you're nine o'clock your turn poke me <laughs> poke, <laughs> poke me that'll be my cue poke me <laughs> Please well, no one poke this girl. I mean, you'll just see Allison like pee herself, and you'll know something ghostly might be happening. That's what I know. She got poked. That or Allison <laughs> just hasn't gone to the bathroom. That's how I know she got. <laughs> Jewel got surpassed for the pokage. I'd be very upset if Allison got poked and I did it. Jill's been surpassed by the pokage her whole life. It's okay. <laughs> the poke has passed right by me every time. I mean, one walked right into your room when you were a child. It didn't do shit. Yeah, it didn't poke you, though. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't do shit. It had prime opportunity. I was asleep. I was vulnerable. But I never got poked. If you were late, you're like, how old were you? Like, nine? Yeah. <laughs> Laying in bed and you get poked in the back of the head. And you turn around and Allison's towel is just floating there and it just drops. Like so that's that's your experience. Like nine if years that old, is, traumatizing. You'll about to say what if that traumatizing? What if that did happen, but I repressed it? I know. We need to take you to a um hypnotherapy. Yes, thank you. Hypnosis. You need some of that. That actually could be really yeah. fun. Hypnotherapist. It turns yeah. out you got abducted by aliens or something. And Bigfoot. Oh my and God, no, no, so no, much no. Jill's been suppressing her whole life. That's why she's so <laughs> tense. <laughs> yeah, I've gone through my whole life and like, yeah, I've never seen anything. But like deep in the recesses of my consciousness, a little girl screams. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. That's terrifying. You guys are crazy. <laughs> but the Queen Mary, like I was saying, I think this could be a good opportunity in terms of potentially seeing something. At least hearing something. I'd be good with hearing something. It seems like there's been more sounds than apparitions. Apparitions, of course, like the creme de la creme. You don't get those often, but little sounds. Well, yeah. Look at those. You know, plan a trip. It's really close. In Long no. Beach. Well, technically John's birthday. We can celebrate John's birthday. Johnny's not going to be home. <laughs> We're gonna go celebrate John's no, birthday without him. We'll send him videos. Like, Johnny, we had so much fun at your birthday party. Like, Johnny, we went to this boat for your birthday. I mean, honestly, that's not the most abnormal thing because we planned birthday parties for him and then he just forever to show up. He almost didn't show up. 
Yeah, he almost did. Oh, you're so right. You know, at this time, we'll plan his birthday party. And we'll we'll be like, hey, we just skipped the part where we invite you and you don't show up by just at not inviting you. At least we can't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's depressing. <laughs> Donnie's going to listen to this later. <laughs> so, sorry, I hope Donnie. he yeah. feels it. I scarred them for life. Yeah. He's like, wow. Fuck it. They really Fuck got hurt there. All right, we got White Lady. We got Jackie. Did you talk about, like, I read there was an impl- a peddler. I don't know what that. A what? That, that, it was a, a, crew, a crewman. I don't know. A purser. No, it was a purser. I don't know what that means, but that's what they were. Apparently, they were murdered in, like, the dressing rooms. I read that. I don't know. If that All was, right. Yeah. Oh, another? Wait, wait. So there's another murder? Yeah, apparently. But, you know, I don't know. It's one of, it's, I would think. At least some of the people who got beard by you know, the Queen Mary. It sounds, you know, ghost ship, how, like, there are people, like, just being murdered left and right. Oh, yeah, I remember Is that. that. Was that just common on, on cruise ships or, like, just ocean liners that. in the 1930s to 50s? They're just murdering well, each other apparently everywhere. Everyone brought, apparently everyone brought, like, every belonging they've ever had their entire life. So I could totally see that happening where people have, like, you know, like they said, they had, like, a bunch of gold. People are there just to get it. Well, I mean, that wasn't Bob Hope's gold. It was the treasury or something's gold that they was being transported. No, I know. <laughs> I'm not saying it was Bob Hope's. Okay. But <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I don't yeah, have much what, gold. <laughs> what made you think it was Bob what, I never even said his name. Well, because you said yeah. people were transporting, like, all their personal belongings. And I'm like, it wasn't everything Bob Hope had. I don't know. Like Bob Hope. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of Bob. <laughs> exactly. Just like Bob. I mean, I think what I can gather is that like, you, a lot of people use ocean liners for, like, it was, like, businessmen and stuff. Like, they were tra- like Walt Disney traveled on it to go see the Walt- Alice in Wonderland premiere in England. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, a nice way to travel, honestly. Like, when it's not, when you're not drowning in the swimming pool, it's probably really fun. There came a time when, like, there were airships um, that were kind of used for travel for a little while. But I guess the accommodation, like, it was faster, but the accommodations weren't as luxurious. So they said hell no? I guess. I don't know. Like, I can only, that could only be the reason why, I, I don't know. Maybe it just was too new. I'm not sure why people... But I, I guess on based on the statistics, there weren't any accidents until like the Hildenburg and stuff. Like no one had died one on an haunts- airship. Yeah, the one the one that really stuck it home. <laughs> I guess. The one that haunts everyone's dreams. Yeah, the, they had one horrific crash. Like, nope, no more airships. Like that, and like the the Macomb. Well, that was crazy. Like I guess there the were like Macomb? a couple that the, we talked about the USS Macomb last week. It was one of the ones. It was the airship that crashed off of Point Sur. You know what else oh, is that's crazy? Right. Train crashes. Those are terrifying. Yeah. Let's talk about that shit. Let's talk about a train <laughs> crash now. <laughs> that like could be one of our waves. locations, right? But yeah, uh, I don't know. Sorry, we don't... A train so crash is our location. <laughs> the side is of a train. A, is a... I could I could see the side of a train crash being a side of a haunting. Like we came here to this train crash. Yeah. Well, I don't have much more to say about the Queen Mary. It was a pretty like uh, you know, cut and dry haunted, haunted location. <laughs> yeah, just Yeah. <laughs> it was just really standard haunted. stuff. <laughs> People died. Yeah, that... They stayed. There's a lot of videos on YouTube and stuff too, which was really mind-blowing to me that like that's how like well known it is you know yeah there's a lot of curiosity about it i mean if you get to see you know so many people stay there it's so much you can probably get a lot of just casual evidence from everyday people yeah i'm really psyched to go there and see if we can catch it's anything all, we'll go yearly until she gets that haunted experience till i have my conversation till i can share a beer with john huffy <laughs> or grumpy goes home with or- her oh, no no <laughs> that's okay grumpy you can stay on the ship yeah <laughs> Please don't do that. I'm just just poke me in the face and stay. Okay, you don't have to do more than that. The other option is um. Well, Joel, tell me your other option. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you want? That's for, that's for my other podcast. Thank yeah. you, Joel. After dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh my god! 
literally i have like tears running down my face this is, this is great i love this podcast this is great <laughs> best episode so far best episode we got <laughs> oh, all right man. well that's that's been our that's been the queen mary <laughs> <laughs> and we hope you get poked in the face no. <laughs> <laughs> one day your time well, will come <laughs> Okay, I can't laugh well, anymore. Whoever, whoever, whatever is haunting the Queen Mary, our hope is that when we go there, we'll be able to get some evidence of it. Yeah, probably what, 100, 153 different people? Yeah, between 150 people, you'd think we'd run into one of them. And it's a big boat, yeah. so maybe not, but... No, we will. You Just one. So? That's all you ask for. They're all hanging out at that closed swimming pool. I don't see that's the one place I knew that you were gonna stay <laughs> to, and that's like the one place I wanted to avoid. Really? You really have a bad feeling about the swimming pool? I would think the boiler room is what would freak you out. No, it's that swimming pool, man. Damn. Mm-hmm. What about yeah, the room going. that they had to completely tear up and make vacant because it was apparently so active? I would I honestly might want to go there. It might sound weird, but that sounds like a great time. And that it's reminded me of like fourteen oh eight. Ooh, fourteen oh eight. Okay, mm. say that. I'm... <laughs> no, that you say. Okay, Ooh, now it's fourteen oh eight, but you're on a fucking boat. Okay, it's worse. It's worse. Fourteen oh boat. No, yeah, that sounds horrific. Avoid at all costs. That's a scary movie. How dare you bring that it up? It is a scary movie. Yeah, that movie's hella scary. Messes with your mind, man. Well. Thank you guys for talking about the Queen Mary with me tonight. This was very interesting. Oh, it was great. Definitely one of those locations that I think you have a really, we have a really good shot. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, I think this one so far had the most, like, um, like, independent, like, verification. Yeah. Yeah, like, just so many different things going on, which is crazy to me. They're like, yeah, I know, this is totally a thing. And I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) Also crazy already at the end of this episode thank you everyone for joining us on episode four of girls versus ghouls tune in next week for our latest episode and stay spooky (laughs) stay spooky stay spooky bye girls versus Cool.